What's up, Diamond Download? How's it going? Yo, Chase, you can't hear that guy drilling upstairs, can you? No, but it looks like you have a bookshelf in the background for one book. Wrong. It's a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree. The second that Halloween is over. Hey, listen, I love Halloween. I'm all about spooky season. We 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 did an episode based almost exactly on that. Um I love Christmas more. So trees going up, lights are going on. It's gonna be a vibe in here. Next time you see me, I will have a nice little pine tree right there. How are you doing? Man. Dude, doing well. Halloween, my wife and my kids are excited. We've got like 20 to 30 people coming over in a few hours. So I'm excited. I got a lot to go do after this, but I'm excited. What about oh, yourself? Yeah. You're not going trick-or-treating? Uh, we will. We will. So we're having like family over at like 4, 4.30. We're a bunch of food and they'll go trick-or-treating at 5.30. So um, kind of hang out with everyone before and then go trick-or-treating. And it'll be great. Got to steal and cherry pick all the good candies from Shay. So can't wait. Fire, dude. Love it. <laughs> Little candy thief. Dude. All right. Let's jump right into it. Let's um, do it. Dude. So, I mean... We're recording this on Halloween. People aren't going to see this until November 2nd, I'm sure. But um, I really wanted to do some Halloween emails. Um, do you have one queued up? I don't have one like queued up to share. Um, and I don't know if like we've ever done this or this actually exists, but I had like an idea of one that would be really cool. But if you have one to show, go for it. Mm, okay. So wait, actually, you know what we could do? Because I have the newsletter here that we used to do. Um, do you want to share my, can I share my screen? Yeah, it should be good. Thing? I'll show you the one I love. Cool. Let's okay. see it. Should be good to go. Okay. okay. So uh, people should be able to see this. Yep. Um, this is across an email that I did when I was with you. Um, I think this was a, this was 2020. So this was way back in the day. And Dang, so throwback. Um, and I said this because, oops, uh, I said that because it was like COVID year. Wishing you a very happy Halloween since this year has been scary enough. If you want to get real festive, we thought of a couple of ways you can dress your cross it up, <laughs> um, which like was kind of cool. Cause like, dude, I was also brand new. Like I was like five, six months into writing copy. And I was like, the only thing I knew how to do was like get creative. Like did this convert? Probably not. But like, it was fun as fuck to write. Put spiders in a net and make it look like a huge, scary spider web. Pretty clever. Honestly, like a great way to dress up a cross net. By the way, for anyone who doesn't know, a cross net is like a four-way volleyball net. So just picture a volleyball net stacked on top of each other like that. And this is how you dress it up. Find an absolutely massive bed sheet and cover it. The classic ghost costume. Put cat ears on each post. It's lazy, but people do it every year. So it must be working. Um, I remember that being a thing. I tried to search in my email, the one for balls. I couldn't find it. Do you remember that one? No. Which one was that one? It was like, ah, oh, let me see if I can find it. You don't have, you don't have one. I, I didn't have one actually to screen share, but like, I have like an idea for one. Um, that I think would be cool. A little bit cheesy, but like what I would do, and I don't know if this is related or unrelated to what you're about to share, is like almost like a a jar of like Halloween candy, right? And you'd have to know like how much is in it. And then you almost send people to like a interactive survey or something where people can guess. And depending on what they guess, if they guess right, they get like a discount or they get something for free. And if they don't guess right, they get like a, sorry, you were wrong, but here's some kind of like, gift anyway some of the things so I, I don't know what you were going to show but i had like this idea and i've seen i don't know if we did it or if we've seen it but something like that was like interactive that like got people to guess sure you could get people to reply but then having to like respond to all those people could be like a nightmare it could be great for deliverability but it could be like yeah. an actual nightmare but i think like some kind of way to like click something and then showing i think also to like the answers of which 
people voted, like 10% voted this, 20% voted that. So something that was like really cool and engaging and interactive was like what came to mind for me. Interesting. Dude, that's a great idea, Chase. It's, it's a shame that it's too late to do that now. It's like for- no designer, no designer is going to whip up a, a Halloween like, dude, designers need at least eight business days. For Christmas, what you love. Maybe someone can do something like, how many lights are on this string? Do you remember that email? I think you you might have written it, or at least I know you saw it. We've talked about it. The one for Nugs, like the Chicken Nugget Trail. Were you part of that one? Yep. Like, doing that, maybe even for, like, a string of Christmas lights, like, almost zigzagging down the email could be kind of cool for Christmas. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, I, I remember I, I concepted that one with Michaela. Yeah, that was um, sick. That was probably one of my like top five or ten all-time favorite emails. It was just so ridiculous and funny and amazing. Oh, fire. Good shit. Um, okay, this is the one I was talking about. So it was a two-parter. So this is balls.co, um, the homie. I'm pretty sure uh, Tyler, right? I think so. So yeah, this is back in 2020 as well. POV, you're walking by yourself on a cool night in October. Your head is down, looking at your phone, your earbuds are in, you're wondering whether you should listen to Little Baby or the other rapper, The Baby. Both <laughs> great choices. While you're looking down, a hooded figure approaches you. Instead of having legs, he seems to have the power, a power cord that drags behind him. Instead of hair, he appears just to have a sack safe blade atop his head. You think to yourself, damn, that guy's built like a balls trimmer. As he gets closer, he, he opens his trench coat, but he's wearing clothes. In fact, he's wearing a shirt that says 50% off site-wide all balls products this Halloween. Before you can ask a single question, much single much needed follow-up question, he disappears behind a bush. And then you wake up because it was all a dream. Or was it? Find out this Halloween. And then the next one was basically just a continuation. So 15% off, site-wide, anything you want, Halloween 15 to get that discount and check out. Uh, previously on balls, that hood figure from the last email and you became great friends. After apologizing for scaring you last week, he gave you some really insightful tips on trimming that you didn't know before. You also found out he drives an Audi, so he automatically became cool. I don't know why I added that in there, but whatever. <laughs> um, only thing I would have done differently is maybe like if we could link out to some actual tips. Um, that would have been interesting. Uh, but and then I just put shop balls there. So yeah, um, some OG Halloween emails. Dude, 2020. I feel like brands have gotten really boring. Maybe because you're, you're war and you're not writing them and we're not designing them type of a thing. But I feel like brands are really boring. Like I look at hundreds, maybe even thousands of emails on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. And everything's mm-hmm. just so boring. It's like shop the sale or we launched a new product. There's no like, there's no pizzazz. There's nothing funny. There's nothing edgy. I, I really miss that. And it kind of like in a bad parallel, but in a parallel kind of reminds me of like the car ads from like the... 70s 80s and 90s like the porsche ones and some of the other ones where just the language language and the verbiage they used and just how funny and comedic they were and they weren't soft right they were edgy they weren't afraid to step on people's toes where i don't know if people now are just afraid of getting canceled or have to be more sensitive but i feel like emails now and copy and sms and just things in general are like really vanilla what are your thoughts I agree, but dude, I'm not going to lie. Like when I was like a pure e-com copywriter, I wasn't, I didn't really even feel like a copywriter. I felt like a content writer because I didn't feel like I was selling anything. I just felt like I was like just filling space and like telling jokes and shit like that. And it was fun. Like the, the emails are great and funny and like memorable, but I feel like with what I know now, like I could actually convert, you know what I mean? And so like in in their defense, emails are supposed to sort of like not be like, you know, like a little skit. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a real thing. I mean, we had a lot of fun. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like ecom could do a lot better with like really doing like hardcore conversion emails, um, like introducing more direct response or something like that. I feel like that's something that a lot of ecom emails are missing. But 
you know, every, every like everyone's kind of afraid to sell really hard because they don't they don't want to do that. I think the only brand we ever did that with was like Disco and maybe the uh, the other Boomer supplement thing that we had. I can't remember the name anymore, but it was something else. You can't remember either. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's virtually no direct response in the space that we play in. It's all like beautiful images, but I feel like mm-hmm. things are so boring, right? Where like I feel like everyone is selling the same product. It's like even if you're writing some more of these content engagement style emails, like on a holiday, like. Look, on, on Halloween, if you're wishing someone a happy Halloween, it's like either boring, like everyone to say happy Halloween, or you go the engagement style and you build, you know, that affinity and you build that loyalty and you build like that sharing. So I still think like, even if these emails weren't necessarily as conversion focused, like on Halloween, like hopefully people have bought the Halloween thing that they've needed before Halloween and everything else, like the ball trimmer, that's cool, but like, you're not going to need it today. So I think take the opportunity to use the date, the holiday is the theme. So I don't know. I think there's probably a world in between like the direct response stuff and the stuff that you're doing where people probably should, but I don't know. I, I miss the copy that you were writing for the brands that we worked with that were cool with being different. Like those are the ones you remember, like the one that you really like, um, the, Oh, we are strangers, right? Like their emails are so different, but I got to imagine that because they're so different and unique and they connect to people, people are going to have them top of mind and going to buy from them over someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not really a product you can like direct response. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's not like you can say like you know here's three reasons why you need this card game. It's like nobody really needs it. It's just fun. You know what I mean? And like they like the vibe and they want to support the brand. So I think you're right. In a case like that, I would say, um, like yeah, get creative and be memorable. And it really does depend on what you're selling. But um, yeah, but I agree. I think it's a great point. You really like we do sound like boomers right now. It's like kids these days. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to make good emails anymore. It is what it is. That's why you have an email agency. That's why you know you you do what you do so you can like change the the zeitgeist. Yeah, for sure. You want to jump to the next one? Let's do it. All right. So this is a thread from a mini thread that I'm going to read to you from this guy named Bobby. I'm pretty sure he's like an affiliate marketing guy. He doesn't really talk much about like what he actually does. Okay. He's been on money Twitter for a long time. And, um, and he's just got some really cool insights. Like I remember seeing him back in like 2018, 2019, when I first got on there, which is kind of crazy. Like before my whole journey started, he talks about how there's three different types of entrepreneurs. Um, he said there's foundational skill sets that drive how you operate in any given market. This is based on how you are. So basically I'm going to, I'm going to like kind of gloss over this. And I want to talk about like, maybe like which uh, types of entrepreneurs you like working with, which type you think you are, which type you wish you were more like. Okay. So the three that he mentions are the arbitrager, the innovator and the networker. Okay. So he says you lean as an arbitrager. If your goal is to constantly find $1 for 50 cents. The goal is to find an edge that allows you to buy something underpriced and sell it for fair value. In real estate, it's a value-add person. In internet marketing, it's the traffic guy focusing on iterative biz models. Okay. For an innovator, the goal is to create something new. The goal is to, to uh, build new demand versus simply filling a demand. In real estate, it's the developer that goes into revitalizing an area. In internet marketing, it's the guy creating new products. For a networker, your goal is to build relationships, connect the dots, to provide services, whether it's ops, capital, influence, whatever. In RE, real estate, it can be the go-to broker, finance guy in a market. In internet marketing, it can be the go-to agency, BC, in a vertical. Uh, he says, now that uh, every major industry has business models that are variations of three, if you find yourself constantly jumping model to model, it's likely you need to ask yourself what your skills are and which way you lean. After that, choosing what biz career to pursue is straightforward. 
So the arbitrager, so basically trying to find a dollar fifty cents. The innovator, trying to make new stuff, and the networker, who's basically yeah, like, just trying to connect and be a middleman. Yeah, like for me, it almost seemed like in our world, it's like the drop shipper, the ecom founder, like the crossnet, and then it's like the agency owner, right? That's like yeah. kind of the three. Uh huh. Um, okay, interesting. So I guess you would see yourself as a networker then. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's like the service provider agency type dude. I would definitely see myself as the last one. Um, which one do I like to work with? I think most of the type of people that we work with are more of the innovator type, that group in the middle that are kind of creating things, making better mousetraps um, just through the nature of the services we work with. But I also think there's a lot to learn, um, maybe a little bit black hat, maybe somewhere in the gray from like the the arbitrage folks, right? They're mm-hmm. always finding things. They're always looking for the next best thing. I think that would be exhausting to be personally, right? So I kind of like to build these things out, grow them, scale them in evergreen niches, right? I picked email marketing, which is like one of the most evergreen things ever. And then, but I think there's a lot to learn from those people. There's like hacks and there's windows of opportunity and there's time. So I think I like all of them. I'm the last one. I like to work with the middle one, but I like to learn from the first one. What about yourself? Um, I, I agree. I, I don't think I'm really a networker. I think I'm probably closer to innovator, but even still like not really reinventing the wheel, just sort of like doing that thing better. And I I think like my main strength is I'm just a really good salesperson. Like I can sell via like written words and also like just talking to people. Like I I feel like the way I present ideas is really like, it sounds really good. Um, But if you think about like a product, kind of like, like an info product, let's say, for example, right? Like a course or coaching business, all three of those types of entrepreneurs are going to take the same business and grow it differently. Yeah. The arbitrager. So I've met a couple of guys who are just wicked paid ads guys, right? So they have a thing and it's like, let's say they want to do a webinar. It's like, this is Sanjay. You know, my boy Sanjay. Yeah. He thinks like this because he had an e-com brand for a long time that he sold and he knew ads really well. And so he'll break down numbers on a web. He like, all right, so we convert at 10% and the price point is this. And so as long as we like, um, acquire, we could potentially acquire customers for $3 or not customers, but leads for the webinar registrants for like $3 each and be profitable. So as long as we're under $3, we can scale. Yeah. Um, and so that's how he thinks of it. Innovator is obviously kind of like the, the client sent you guys, which by the way, shout out, I was at their event last, this past weekend. It looks um, sick. They're product guys. And so like, they are always trying to do like new and interesting stuff for their product to make it just really, really tight and good. Um, and like, they are kind of innovating, like they're doing events. Not many guys in our space are doing events. And then the networker is someone who does a lot of like JVs. Like, do you know who Arlen is? Arlen Moore? No, but I guess kind of in some regard, maybe it's like Ben, right? Cause Ben's kind of partnering with you and bringing his skill set into some, some degree. He's kind of like a hybrid. He's an, He's an agency. I think with the networker, if you own the product, like you're just trying to get in front of as many eyeballs as possible. And like, you're just kind of going like, People are going to hate it. I'm just saying it just because, but Tate, right? Tate, you know, had a product kind of like that. And he got on literally like a hundred podcasts in two months. And that's why he was able to spread so fast because he's kind of like that type, right? Sorry, people who don't want to hear his name, but whatever. Um, And so I think like, so you said, you said you're a networker, right? Yeah. I think, I think I'm the latter one. And I think, I think for you, I think, is is it possible to be all three? I feel like you have glimpses of all of them, right? Where, you're taking something that's been done for a long time, copywriting, and I feel like you're repackaging it. You're learning the arbitrage of the traffic. For you, it's namely been TikTok. 
Um, and then you've networked and connected with the right people and kind of built out the team. So I don't know, I feel like to some degree, you're kind of a, a combination of a few things from each of them. Do, do you agree or disagree? Yeah, I think that I think that out of necessity, all entrepreneurs have to be, you know, in one of those. But I think if you really lean into your strengths, then then like that's going to be the best. For it. Like, I like partnering with people like yeah. I, I like partnering with you know, agencies and stuff like that. Like I've I've Jeremy, I've Ben, I have the, the clip guys. Um, and you know, like having an arbitrage on the team, someone who really knows how to like get costs down so you can just like make more in the margin, like all that stuff is important. So yeah, man, I thought, I thought it was interesting. This, like I said, uh, shout out. Okay. So Twitter's kind of weird. It's M A H A S R one nine nine. Shout out Bobby. Um, the homie. So yeah, if you want to check him out, he's cool. Um, but yeah, man, you want, you want to do the last one? Yeah. Oh, Last one's just LinkedIn biz update. I saw you hired somebody else. How's, how's how's everything going, bro? It's good. It's good, dude. We're at like five people now, about to hire six. So it's growing. And I remember the last update it gave, we're at like 140, 150 all-time clients with a bulk majority still on it. And I mentioned before, I think that those that leave often come back if they're still posting, which is cool. People leave for whatever reason, and then they come back once it's been a couple of days or a couple of weeks even of, of them doing it on their own, which is cool. So it, it's been it's been great. Um, it's been really good. Basically, all I've been doing is anytime I get a testimonial, I just slap it on Twitter and I put ads behind it. So I post organically, slap it behind it, and I don't ever really throw on social media the link out there. It's just a Google document. So I make people DM me. That way I can have the conversation. It feels a little bit more exclusive. I do. The only time I ever link out to it is at the bottom of my ongoing emails. I just have a section that says, want to work with our agency? Click here, fill out this form. Uh, want to grow your LinkedIn? Go here. But I'd say most of the sales probably come just from people DMing me. A lot of people have questions. It's like one or two DMs back and forth. And then they hit the Stripe link and they sign up. So it's been great. And I'm actually getting ready to do some form of this actually on Twitter. We're going to start testing this out you know, this week or next week with a couple of guys. So I'm going to start doing this on Twitter. Fire. Good stuff, man. So what's next? Like, is there anything else you want to add to it? Like, are you thinking about expanding different products or, or doing like making other offerings that are going to help grow this thing? Yeah, it's interesting. Like I had like this vision the other night where I want to build, I don't know how this works. I don't know what this looks like, but I want to build almost like this really simple landing page that has maybe two or three columns, two or three rows. And it's almost like, if you think about like tic-tac-toe, right? You know, like the, the tic-tac-toe, you've got like the, the three and the three. I almost want to have like across each of them, different types of offers. And some I'm going to own and others I'm going to connect you with. It's like, I guess almost like the top left of it being like the cheapest and the, and the bottom right of it being the most expensive. Or it's like, hey, I don't have a lot of money, but I want to learn LinkedIn. Okay, I'm an affiliate for XYZ course, right? Here's my affiliate link. I have a little bit of budget, but I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, here's someone that wants to do coaching or consulting. So I almost either want to staff it myself or kind of partner with folks that have it already and either offer it entirely, something net new, um, affiliate it, or kind of do like some kind of JV. So I almost want just like one landing page where I drive tons of traffic to that has like all these couple of things. Like I care about LinkedIn only. Cool, that's this row. I care about Twitter only. That's this row. I care about Twitter and LinkedIn. And just have things that like automatically when they click it, will open up like a pre-populated email to myself or something that says like to chase. And then the subject line might be LinkedIn plus Twitter content. And then it'll be pre-populated saying like, Hey, I'm Mason. 
and have almost things that they can kind of like just select within the email and then they can email me and I can see what from there. So I don't know, I'm kind of working through like this crazy strategy of like, can I just send a ton of traffic and get a ton of people to send traffic to this to have these kind of offers and things? Um, that's kind of like the crazy idea I'm thinking through right now. I don't know how it's going to work, but that's where my head's at. Dude, that's super cool. I like that a lot. I, I really like the way that you have that structure because I all of that is is going to be the only thing I'll I'll, I'll say um, is don't JV anything, don't affiliate for anything. You should own, own it. All. Okay, I like that. You got time and you got money. You know what I mean. So it's not like like you got time to like build out your own stuff and hire people if you want to, and you have the, the obviously the funds yeah. to to hire and, and like do all, whatever infrastructure you need to do. I think this could be fucking big, bro. Because like yeah. everyone wants a personal brand now. And some people don't even deserve it, but everyone wants one. Um, yeah, and so one I, or two other things to say, by the way, I appreciate that feedback. One other thing I'm thinking too is like, so the way that we've hired our team is I've got this girl in Ukraine who she has like this crazy network out there of people that just want to hustle. They're working really hard. They're very smart. I think one of the services that we could offer too is like, let us hire you a VA from Ukraine, right? For specifically, let, let us hire and train, let us basically manage let us create almost this VA that's going to do these things for you right like I feel like there's like a staffing component I feel like there's a done with you there's a done for you but I like the idea of, of owning it and then one other thing too that like I was thinking about and you kind of just spawned me thinking about it more was like I think like AI and all this stuff happening right now is cool but I think most people are doing it wrong and I actually put a tweet out about this like right before this where like I think the money in AI is if you're really good at a few niche kind of hyper-specific, hyper-valuable things, teaching people how to do that or charging them to do it for them makes sense. So let me give you an example, right? Everyone's favorite thing is this, I'll make YouTube shorts, I'll make Instagram shorts, I'll make, you know, TikToks, right? Or Instagram reels, whatever. Like I think a really cool paid training, like a cohort training or like a one-time training, whether it be, I don't know, 97 bucks, 297 bucks, I don't know the pricing. It's like me finding these experts where it's like, Hey, for the next hour, for the next week, for the next two weeks, like whatever that looks like, we are going to make sure that by the end of this, you're able to take long form videos, 30 minute videos, and you're able to get two dozen shorts out of it. You're able to get uh, bite-sized tweets. You're able to get blog posts. You're able to get emails, all of this. And it's going to take you one hour to do each time. And it's going to be all automated. Like, I think like that's like a really cool use case is like, taking some of these AI people that are really smart that are just talking about prompts and all this general shit. And let's just focus on like one or two things where people know that they're going to sign up for this $47 course. And in one hour, they're going to learn how to take an hour video and very quickly, very efficiently, very cost effectively, turn that into X, Y, and Z and be able to do it themselves or train someone to do it. So these are like all the ideas like I'm excited about and thinking about. Chase, you're on one today. What's going on? You just broke my life here something, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I I gotta go. I gotta go to sleep. I'm excited. It's Halloween. I like this idea. Damn, bro, we should have Halloween more often. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts? I lo- I love the idea of owning it. Like, what do you think of all this? Dude, I think this is great. I think that I think that there's not a lot of people who have like sort of evolved their personal brand over time. But like, you've been around for almost four years now, and dude, to like people don't know this, but to have a personal brand for four years. And not be irrelevant after that is hard, straight up. So I think you're doing. I think you're doing a great job. I think all this stuff is stuff that people want. I think that everything that you charge is too little. <laughs> I think maybe I'm just greedy. I don't know, but I think that 
like anything you're any price you throw out i'm always like double that shit triple that shit like i always yeah. just like i think that people should be paying like literally way at least a grand a month for like the linkedin service i don't think you should charge that much actually but that's what it's actually worth yeah and again if you want to put this up and put it on twitter i'm happy to say this dude you guys are getting a 50 discount with like for for life basically because chase isn't gonna raise his prices so um yeah dude i'm i'm, I'm proud of you i think it's great Oh yeah, this is a fun one. I appreciate you, brother. Happy Halloween! Yeah, happy Halloween, man. What, what's your costume? Do you have one? Oh man, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, but um, I, I don't know if you've seen it. There's this movie called Frozen from Disney. Have you seen it? Heard of it? Oh yeah. Um, so Olaf. my daughter Shay, was that You're Olaf? Um, uh, my wife is actually Olaf. Uh, that's the the snowman, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm Sven, the reindeer. So. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter shay is elsa the princess she's making our younger daughter emmy who has no say because she's nine months old be her sister anna my yeah. wife is the snowman and i had to be the reindeer you couldn't be the prince that's why i said like why can't it be one of the guys and one of the prince she goes dad you're the reindeer and mom is the snowman so she, my daughter is a very adamant about it so i've got mm-hmm. like this hat that has like a i guess like reindeer antlers on it um there's like this shirt or something that's all dressed up and it's just like brown pants so i'll I'll have to send you a picture when we get some please do please make it the thumbnail of this podcast (laughs) yeah sounds good (laughs) are you going out are you dressing up you could have got got Shaq to come over and be the reindeer and then you could be the prince bro oh my god that'd be hilarious i should or i could get like a dog to be the reindeer and dress like a dog up or something are you you plan tonight you going out maybe i don't know i don't really feel like going out man Maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens, dude. Halloween, like Saturday, I stayed in bed. I watched this dumbass ha- like movie, Hubie's Halloween. I literally shut it off halfway through. Like <laughs> it was so ridiculously bad. And like Adam Sandler never misses, so I was like actually really disappointed. Yeah. Um, so Saturday I didn't go out. Like two of my friends like got like this awesome table, and they were with all these famous people that I can't tell you the names right now on recording. But dang, I don't, maybe maybe I'll. I don't have any more costumes. Ah, oh, fuck, whatever. I'll figure it out. Thanks for tuning into the Diamond Download. Later. Uh, We'll see you guys uh, on uh, Thanksgiving or whatever the fuck. See ya. Bye. Cheers, man. Bye.